here on the EMP Sports Show. I'm your host, Tony Walters. We're hanging out with Mr. Mike Jones and uh, Mr. Uh, Philip Rain. Let's go with you, people. It's kind of interesting that you mentioned Tony Walters because uh, MLB Networker, MLB kind of put together an all-time squad tournament for all 30 teams plus two extras. So they put together an all-time uh, – the all-time lineup for the Colorado Rockies. And there, there was a couple of things that kind of surprised me – surprised me here. Uh, for starters, well, I guess this isn't necessarily a surprise, but it, I, it's a question for you all. Who would you have started at shortstop for the Colorado Weiss. Rockies? Walt Weiss. Too low. Walt Weiss? Walt Weiss. Too low. Too uh, low? No, no. Freak, no. Freak, no. It would have been Trevor Story. That's who it should start at shortstop. Walt Weiss. Walt Weiss. According <clears throat> to uh, MLB.com, the all-time shortstop for the Rockies was Troy Tulowitzki. They put Trevor Story in as the designated hitter. You say, you say, who, you say who's the best shortstop of all time? They put in Troy exactly. Tulowitzki, the guy who couldn't ever play a full season. Exactly. Was, Troy. Because he was trash. Whiskey. Guys, I'll be uh, honest with you. Tulo whiskey. He's not quite as good feel, as that dirt. No I mean, there's a couple of, no good. of, you know, no-brainers. I felt like Mike's already breaking up. Mike's already breaking up. He, he ain't got the connection. He ain't got the connection. Oh, there he is. I see him blinking. blinking yeah, man, yeah, we got to get What are you going to be honest about, Eddie? Little Broncos, little Rockies. Talk some nuts. Still, just do a show wrap up, man. Just get everybody's last thoughts on everything. Last thoughts, yeah, no sports suck. Stuff, man. Well, we got plenty of segments to get through, so we're going to just be BSing around today, it looked like. Yeah. Detroit Tula Whiskey, best shortstop of all time, huh? Rocky Sister? No, no. According to MLB.com, that's what they yeah, said. That's what, that's what the MLB.com people are saying. Bro. That, that's ridiculous. That's stupid talk I, right there. So you're saying people it's, it's, it's definitely Trevor Story. Trevor Story is is by far way better and outclasses Tulowitzki. Plain and simple. On every I mean, on every level. I mean, hell, dude, if, if you really want to break it down, I think Walt Weiss outclasses Troy Tulowitzki. Outclass, yes. Out talent, maybe not, but outclass for sure. It's just plain and simple, man. You could you could count more on Walt Weiss than you could on on Tulo. And you could definitely count on Trevor Story more. You could count on Tulo and Walt. It, but we're, this is coming from Phil over here, who's like, you know, head case who, you know, complained his way through the league is one of the best receivers in Broncos history. So he he doesn't actually take into account the the character of a person. Just your on field production and how much you help the squad out. Brandon Marshall tore that squad apart. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall stayed with the Broncos. He was on pace to break every receiving record we had. Smash. No, no. Had he stayed, he was on pace to do it. Okay, not actually, even. Not this kind of 
this brings up an interesting question I got for, you know, because I feel like the most controversial player in Rockies history might be Troy Tulowitzki, just with how it ended and how – and all that. Crazy, man. How's it not Larry Walker? Hmm? I think Larry – Let me, let me hear think, you. Hmm? Maybe you're too low argument over, or, over Larry Walker. His, well, how do department. you think Larry Walker was all that controversial as a Rocky? You tell me. You tell me. I don't think Larry Walker was controversial at all. Wait, so he was allowed to just leave and go get it and go chase a ring somewhere else? He, he, the way he left was nowhere near like they just let how y'all do that complained, complained, couldn't stay healthy and stay on the field. Uh, I'm just saying, once you leave being a Rocky, you're dead to me. Larry Walker's dead to you? Dead to him. He's dead to me. It's okay for Mike. Mike Mike don't mind players being you, you will never see Mike. me praise number thirty three ever. Mike, it was okay for you. I believe you actually were praising him when he went into the Hall of Fame as the first Rocky ever into the Hall of Fame. Who? Cool. I, I was praising the Rockies for that. That's all oh, it was. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but but once you leave being a Rocky, you're you're dead to me. You're you're dead to me. At, I will not be a fan of you. So the only Rocky the you're only ever, number you've ever been a fan of is Todd Helton. The only number 33 I praise is Mr. Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh. Trying to think. Didn't he leave at the end of his career? No. Where did he leave to, Mike? He retired. Did he, did he retire? He retired as an Av. Or did he come to the Avs? He came to the Avs from right. uh, Montreal. You was right. cool with that, having somebody else's uh, used pieces? We made him better. Mm. We, gave was... him, we gave him a legendary it. status. I can dig it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You found your way out of that one for sure. Just, just like <laughs> Melvin Gordon. Just like Melvin Gordon. We're, he's Ooh. coming here. We're going to make him better. Melvin Ow. Gordon. Ooh. We're making him better. How do we feel about uh, – I'm trying to think. Elvis Dumerville. Well, what I was. What, he's dead to us. He's dead to us, man. Dumerville. Yeah, dead to oh, us. Elvis. Went to the Ravens. Dead to us. I How think the matter in which you leave is the most important part. But what I was trying to get at with that is, you know, Mello is, is dead to us. Probably the most controversial nugget as far as or divisive nugget as far as how fans feel about him. Definitely. You know, Definitely. you. Too low. I guess controversial might not be the right word. Divisive might be a better word to say. Too low might be the most divisive Rocky. Would Brandon Marshall be, be the most divisive Bronco? Uh, probably not. But I don't know who. It's, it's got to be Tim Tebow. It's got to be Tim Tebow. Ooh. Nah, nah. Tebow. <sighs> Yo, man, people love Tim Tebow, and he sucked. Like, yo, he, he's not in the league anymore because he loved Jesus. No, he's not in the league anymore because he sucked. Oh, man, look at uh, look how he uh, ended the dreams of the Steelers that one. The, uh, what was yeah, that was the, the wild card game? With the, the playoff yeah, game? That was yeah, that was fantastic. But that only happened because he sucked. Wait, he only oh, won oh. a game because he sucked. That doesn't make 
Penny since the only reason a, they played that type of defense was because he sucked so bad that they felt like, all right, he can't even throw slant routes. That's the only reason that, like, they would have never played that type of defense against any other quarterback who could throw the ball 20 yards. So you're docking I, him for I, playing I, the I, hand I that was disagree. Dealt I got to disagree with that. No, no, it was fantastic. It was, he is a play to be made. He had to make it. But I'm just saying, the only way they played him like that, only reason they played him like that was because he couldn't throw the ball. Dude will go out there and complete three passes for the entire game. Well, I guess that was kind of my argument with Trevor Simeon. I, I thought he was a trash quarterback from the day he took over the reins as a Broncos starter, but people fell in love with him because he put up all those numbers in the first, like, four weeks of the season when nobody – he was given the checkdowns constantly. But we're going to – I think we got to take a break here. We'll, we'll get – Back into we, we, what? No, we ain't got to take a break. We, You know, we don't listen to the law. The law don't go around here. We'll take, we'll we take a break when we want to take a break. Let them know. We make the law, okay? Remember, Mike, we don't work for them. They work for us. Hey, what, okay? We'll take isolation. We'll play isolation. This, this, is, the, this is the two-time BEA award-winning show, okay? Twice. Remember that. Not once, Yo, we won two twice. awards this year. We won two awards, man. They got to respect us. We, they, you know what? We no longer have to brush the shoulder off our, sh- our, our, our the, the dirt off our shoulder. They do it for us. Oh, we're big time now. Yeah, yeah. When we want coffee, they bring it. When I, well, when well, I ask for a donut, they ask how many? Maple. If they have maple bacon donuts, then that's what I want. If you ever say something so disrespectful to a donut like that again, I will punch you. There is nothing wrong with maple donuts. Those are I delicious. I will punch you in the face, Mike. They are delicious. They're the best donut. That does that no maple does not belong on a donut, sir. That's ridiculous. Have you had one? Because it's delicious. <clears throat> you know what? Isolation not- after bridge, EMP Sports Show. Here we are. We're talking about controversial things, and before I went on on break, Mike said something that was very asinine of himself. And that was that maple syrup or, or maple belongs on yeah. a donut. Yeah, not maple syrup, but maple <laughs> glaze. That is completely maple, maple glaze, maple glaze, maple syrup, anything maple does not donuts. belong on it. So to be real, sitting here talking about donuts, I really want to just leave and go get donuts now. Go on and get your donut. Me and Eddie can do this thing. Yeah. And, and Mike, a maple donut out, sounds delicious right now. While you're out, Mike, go ahead and, and uh, stop and uh, put a maple leaf on your donut and just eat the maple leaf. Yeah, since you're, since I'm you're, not since Canadian. You're, are you sure? Because you want you want maple on your donut. Actually, I, I could actually be kind of Canadian. Most of my people, <coughs> oh, their land is in Canada. All right, so now, am, I, am I the only one on the show who likes uh, pulp in their orange juice? Oh, no. No, pulp is good. You got to have okay, that chunky. No, you leave got the pulp out. You got to have that chunkiness yeah, in okay. there. Yes. Yeah. Once again, me and Eddie on the good side and Mike on that weird stuff where he doesn't that, like pulp. That chunky monkey, bro. You got to have that chunky stuff in that orange juice. Chunky monkey. Yes. Little chunks of OJ. Yes. Honestly, I don't drink much OJ in general. Um, Once in a while, I'll have a small glass, but I'm not a huge OJ person. Oh, I'm a huge OJ fan. I'm a, I mean, yes, because you're the king of OJ. You see how many oranges I eat all the time. That is but, true. That is true. Don't drink milk. You know what I mean? See, I always thought that was like a bad fake tan you had going on, but I think it's just all like the orange coming to the surface. Oh, yeah? Is that what that is? <laughs> is, that, is, is, it, is it the orange juice I'm sweating out? Yes. Could, yes. Be. Could be. I wouldn't doubt it. I thought you were a fake and bake, but 
Guess not. It's a fake and bake. <laughs> nah, man, never had the fake and bake. <laughs> just, just the wake and bake. Just the wake and bake. There you go. There you go. All right, so Eddie, you, you other three of us, you're probably the most knowledgeable on Av's history. Okay. Who would you That's say is much. the most divisive player in Av's history? Divisive. Well, give me the definition of divisive, sir. Like, you know, the, the like fan base. Like them, some fans hate yeah. The, the okay, fan well, base is divided on them. Well, like, all, what, all as fans, but some guys hate them, some guys like them. So the, the first name that comes to mind in the definition of divisive is Adam Foote. Okay. Really? Yeah, Adam Foote. Because so many Avs loved Adam Foote, but he still did have a good percentage of him. Uh, of, of the Avs fans hate him. Why? I think a lot of that came from his his former team he played for, which, if I'm not mistaken, that was uh, the LA Kings. So <clears throat> they they had a little they had a little beef with that. Did we used but, to have beef with the Kings back in the day? I know about the Red Wings and the we, Stars. We had a little bit. We had a little bit, but wasn't so wasn't too much. Okay. Okay. But, so, uh, so what's up with Adam Foote? Because as a casual fan, I like Adam, Adam Foote, man. He just as casual, I like him. Yeah, I didn't know that. I never thought of Adam Foote as a divisive player. So, I mean, if you guys watch like a lot of old Adam Foote, uh, is that a pop school video you're clips? There, Phil? Yes, buddy's getting to that season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry to interrupt, Eddie. Sorry. Ah, no worries, man. I I was kind of wondering what that was too. I didn't know if it was a popsicle or or oh. looked like kind of look kind of looked like a tamale. So I know mm-hmm. Phil's getting down with otter his single to mile side. Otter pops, bro. I mean, this is an otter pop, but the you know the otter pops. Yeah, love those, otter pops man. are bomb. I could eat those all day and forget about food on accident. Like, oh damn, I didn't realize I ate like forty of these. Exactly right. I've done that before growing up. Like, oh, I ate like the whole bag and didn't eat anything else. You know what's you know what's good, right? <laughs> Summertime, man. Summertime. Those uh, those Mexican popsicles. You know, like the the little guy pushes around a little cart. Um, oh, oh, out of there. Like, okay, yeah. yeah I've had those uh, once or twice. The the polieta, man. I think that's what they call them. But yeah, man, you get the uh, you get the cantaloupe yeah, or man. or not cantaloupe. They call it like melon or something like that. But you get those those popsicles, and they have little chunks of the the cantaloupe in them. Yeah, they. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys use like fresh fruit in all your in all your in all your popsicles. Hey, hey don't don't say you guys, man. Because oh my bad, that, my, that, bad. That, that, you know, my bad, my bad. That, that's on a different level, man. That's on a different level. The Latinos, they, they usually they usually get some, some good fruit in their in their popsicles, man. It always tastes good, man. They these underrated candy. They got that see, one candy that's like gross as hell. It's like a it's like a lollipop. It's gross as hell. But then when with, you get with chili bottom, on it, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. the chili. But when you get to the bottom, then you get that strawberry, that watermelon, and it's yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. That See, definitely I'm, required taste. I'm, I'm only Mexican on, on days I get those, or I mean, like today, <laughs> like today, man. It's Cinco de Mayo, so you know I'm going to get my 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 Mexican on. Gonna go hit up uh, Cinco de Mayo. Oh, go hit up the authentic God. Mexican places like Taco Bell. Get my get my Mexican on. So you know I guess I mean? the authentic. Damn, you know what that means? That means that's it. You know, we we missed out on all the good, uh, the good big drinking days, right? Opening day, Cinco de Mayo, and St. Patty's Day. They've all this passed. Fourth of July. Fourth of July is one, but I mean, this was Fourth uh, of July a little less because people do more barbecue and kick it by themselves. I mean, like downtown gets flooded on those three days that I met that, that I mentioned. Like a bartender <laughs> like yourself would make a whole lot of money. 
So why is foot controversial though? Yeah, get back to this Adam foot combo. Oh, oh yeah, we're back on him. My bad. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, like I said, man, if you pull up some YouTube videos on Adam Foot, you know, he just he was a, he was a force we reckon with because he was he was always making great plays, but he was also making some big hits. You know what I mean? And sometimes those big hits would would be considered by some fans, you know, cheap shots and and, and kind of dirty with it. So. Definitely, definitely didn't win ever over everybody just because of that. But uh, so was he a fighter? He he got a lot of fights in, right? I assume he cheap shotting people in hockey. You got to be getting the fights. Uh, yeah, that, that's the thing, man. It's like Adam Foot. He he's kind of like Adam Deadmarsh. You know, when when Adam Deadmarsh played for the Avalanche, they they really weren't the fighters, man. Like really? they would throw down. They would throw down if they had to, but they <clears throat> they usually left that up to you know Mike Ricci, who used to play for the Avalanche. Yeah, I don't remember that. And. Uh, Oh yeah, dude. Mike Ricci, uh, he played with the Az for three or four seasons, and then went off to uh, finish out his career with San Jose. And I believe that's who uh, who he coaches for now is San Jose. But uh, he was on that championship team, right? Or no? Yep. Or no? The the nineteen ninety five, ninety six team he was on. Oh, I was talking about the oh one. Then we went in the the one we won in seven against the Devils. Which one, what year was that? No. No, uh, Mike Ricci was not on that team, but uh, okay. Adam Foote, Adam Deadmarsh. Yeah, no, that's see, if you were on that team, I remember a lot of names from that team. You know, Ray Bork. Yeah, Ray, Ray, Ray Bork, Bork was a big name at Ray that Bork's time. Story. Him came, he came over from Boston, right? Was yep. that kind of his, yeah, right. And I was like, a, a lot, a lot of like the marquee players from those championships for the Avs were guys who kind of like what the Patriots used to do where guys kind of towards the end of their career, they came together to win a championship and they did it here in Colorado or there in Colorado, I guess I should say. Yeah. So yeah, at, you at, should at say that, that point, Mike. But at that point we had what, like Sackick and Forsberg were all in their prime or they were older players too. Cause it felt like those guys were like the two leaders that were in their prime. I mean, Sackick and Forsberg were, were getting close to the end of the careers. Um, okay, they were. If you look right. like, like, like Rob Blake, he was, he was getting close to his uh, – Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, he, he was Bork. getting close to the end of his career there. Ray Bork definitely retired after that. He was um, yeah. Yeah. How many, how many more years of Waugh play? I mean, because – yeah, and obviously Pat Waugh was the huge name as well with being a goalie. Yeah, Waugh had, Waugh had two more seasons after that, and then he hung him up. Um, then we all know he kind of just chilled out for a while and then became the head coach for the Avalanche. Had, right. uh, had some pretty good success with that. but uh, Who was the coach at that time? At that time, that was uh, – uh, I'm trying to think of what his name is. Uh, I guess Mark that Crawford. Leads Mark Crawford is who it was. I don't even remember that name. Okay, I definitely don't remember that one. Uh, yeah, that's I don't you know I don't watch hockey much at all. But that championship team, I remember watching Game Seven. I definitely watched Game Seven. I remember getting on my roof, doing some yelling and screaming because that was apparently what was going on that night across the neighbors. They were doing it too, so yeah, I did it. Yeah. I was probably like, this is what 2001, so I was 10. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 2001 was was a good year. I mean, sports wise for the Avalanche, not a, not some beat the Devils. Yeah, it was cracking. Yeah, and and that was the thing, man. You know, they went in there and you know, they kind of made the decision to to lose just so they can come back to Denver and, and win it in front of the home fans. You know what I mean? So it uh, it worked out perfectly for them. And even even at like like that game. That series, you know, you look at some of the players like Alex Tangay. He really Tengay. had the, <clears throat> he really had his his shining moment. He he led that game with the uh, two goals and uh, three assists. So another, close another, to getting a hat trick. 
Another older no, guy? He, he, he was. Was, he was a younger cat getting into his prime. I know Alex Tenge stayed with the Avalanche for another okay. three seasons okay. and then went off to uh, uh, San Jose. For when you say games, I just remember to come a couple of these cats. I remember buying a hockey video game. The only hockey video game I ever bought was probably like 02 or something like that. And yeah, so man, it, 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 it was definitely a, a, much, a much more known Avalanche team back in, in 2001 versus like the 95-96 season when they won. When the ads were still kind of brand new in Colorado, nobody really right. Where they we were, came but, in in the 90s, right? Yeah, yeah, we came in um, from a, from Quebec, um, but uh, yeah, man, it it was just something good. You know, you you still had the the players from that first championship, like Sackett, Forsberg, Patrick Waugh. Um, it all around, man. It it was just a good a good team back in 2001. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is the EMP Sports Show, our final show. Back with my main man, LaParka and Mike Jones. Let's get into some hockey talk, man. Uh, discussing, you know, Mike had looked up Ranker. Ranker says Pat Wall's number one. And you said, was that uh, NHL.com? NHL.com has Patrick Waugh's number one. And Hockey Writers has Patrick Waugh's number one. Bleach Reporter had him at uh, number three. And Yard Barker had him at number four. But now Ranker's Ranker's pretty like user friendly, right? Because isn't that the one you just go in there and you click up or down on the arrow? Ranker is is not based on writers. Like right, you said, it, it, it's user yeah. ranking. So you go in and go, oh, this guy's ranked too low. Yeah. You click him up and stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of the consensus like of the fans. I like Ranker. And they've got that for like everything that you can think mm-hmm. about. <laughs> yeah, when we were doing cool. our all-time nuggets, uh, a lot of I, I would look at that a lot to Me see too. how people thought. <laughs> that's what I was using. Yeah, exactly. But we were talking um, – decisive players and i'm not as good on the history of the avalanche as you are eddie so when i was thinking divisive players the only name that could really come to mind and i know he's not necessarily divisive but he was he did not leave on great terms but the name that came to my mind was matt duchene i mean that that's the thing man why why would you even bring him up because he's a duchene Somebody fill. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Somebody fill me in with the uh, with the tea, the gossip. What's what's going on out there with Matt Douche? Let, let's put it, let's let's put it this way. He he pulled a Dennis Rodman when Rodman wanted to get out of San Antonio. I was kind of thinking oh, okay. he, he was pulled just... like a Camelo. Nah, nah. You you looked at some of the antics he 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 pulled and said he was pulling more of a, a Dennis Rodman when he was wanting to leave San Antonio. Okay. No, let's get one thing straight. When Melo wanted to leave here, he was still putting in effort. He was still trying to go get some W's, and then he was just like, "I'm out of here afterwards." Which yeah. I felt like Duchesne was still putting in effort, uh, like during not, games, not consistency uh, as what Melo was doing. He was, he was like I said, man. If you look at the way Rodman played when he wanted to leave San Antonio, it was the exact same way Matt Duchesne was playing. Then this Rodman took off his shoes during the playoff game on the bench. <laughs> just called it quit. I just took my shoes I, off. I, I guess sidetrack a little bit here. <laughs> Matt, why Matt did Rodman run out of Matt out of San Antonio threw so his hockey stick into the crowd? Oh, did he? Yeah. Our crowd? Yeah. That's crazy. I, I don't even remember that. I don't yeah. remember. Giving about. memorabilia to the fans. All, all you cared about is. is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I'm not 100% sure why, but I'm guessing it sounds to me more like big fish, big fish, small pond kind of thing for Rodman. But I haven't really gotten to the, the whole detail. Detail. Maybe Rodman didn't you. like playing. Rodman didn't like playing with uh, David Robinson. He said he hated that guy. Really? Um, no way. Yeah. Are you serious? <clears throat> yeah. Rodman. He, he, I mean, Robinson's pretty like get alongable. Yeah. Agreeable. That that's. Of, it, I can't remember kind of what uh <laughs> what interview it was. Um, that's kind of like no, a thing. No, no, not, not think about it. it. It's in his. Uh, it's in his book. It's it's in Dennis Rodman's uh, "Bad as I Want to Be" book, hmm. where he explained kind of the hatred he had for David Robinson. Well, he was hatred. Um, yeah, Shit. yeah. From from his book, man, it it seemed to to get kind of kind of bad. No, I haven't read his really? book, but I, I I I guess that his book is probably ridiculously interesting. Like I could I could see that people could sit down and read his book and just finish it in like a week. He he seems to have one of those stories. Like, dude married. Uh, Carmen Electra, and she was like married. my favorite at like eight years old. Yeah, married <laughs> Carmen Electra was with Madonna for a while. Right. Um, <clears throat> just, just it. I don't want to give too much away in his book, man. It, it, it's definitely a great read. Um, it, it I mean, gives it a lot of the. It, 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 it goes kind of in deep, man. Just you know, some of the stuff he'd, he'd do prior to you know ever picking up the basketball and stuff like that. Um, I mean, well, one thing, I mean, he, he used to be a, a janitor at the, uh, airport and I mean, dude would, dude would swipe watches with the broom handle from, dude was homeless. yeah. Um, he, he'd, he'd take the broom handle, slide through the gate, pick up some watches, sneak them out and, and give them to his friends. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even sell them to him. He'd just give them to him. Yo, you ask me if I'm jealous that he never played high school basketball and then became one of the greatest players of all time, or you know, rebounding wise, defense yeah. wise. Hell yeah! What? <laughs> yeah, he he, he uh, play high school. He didn't have to go through the route that everybody else has to go through. He got in through uh through JC and and started playing through there and and, and just went up, man. It was it was kind of crazy. Well, I I drew the comparison between Carmelo and Matt Duchesne. Uh, for a couple of reasons, like when they were playing for the respective teams, they were the best players on their team and they were really good. I, I'm not trying to say Duchesne was as good as Carmelo in their respective sports, but they were, he was close. He was close. And when you look at the NHL landscape at the time that he was playing with the Colorado Avalanche and both left their team under not great circumstances granted a little different story between them on why they were leaving but still left under not great circumstances Duchesne's more recent so we don't have time we haven't had the time to reflect back on it as much but with Carmelo you know sliding over to basketball it's very divisive on whether or not you look at him and you're like oh yes I Carmelo one of the greatest nuggets of all time love that dude or Carmelo the way he screwed us over I hate him and also, could we not look at Duchesne the same way in you know five years I mean if, if we're gonna sit there and pull up the the Mellow era you know I'm, I'm hardly gonna think of Carmelo because I think more of like the Earl Boykins and the Nene and AI when he came to Denver you know that that's who I more or less look at when you bring up Mellow is who he played with. 
who who we share the court. I mean, you, you look at Earl Boykins. Dude wasn't taller than two foot. I mean, the dude still gets gets measured at Elitches when he tries to get on the rides. You know what I mean? He still plays in leagues <clears throat> around here, man. He, he he lives out here. He has a like an AAU league. Does he still live out here? Where he had, yeah, he he lives here. He plays in rec leagues. He has an AAU team and everything, man. He, he's out here. That's what's called, up, man. It's it's funny how many people play for Denver teams or like end up playing for Denver teams at some point and then decide that this is where they want to live too. I kind of well, let you know. Amazing. I'm saying, yeah, that kind of lets you know where Colorado ranks like among just Americans. Yeah, and I mean, you had a uh, uh, what was that one cat's name? I'm trying to think. Uh, I'll think. I'll think what his name was. Uh, what squad are we talking about? Now, now he, he he was playing back in the day with uh, with Mellon and and there we go, J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith, man, you you can't. You, How do we feel you, about J.R. Smith? Dude, I I love J.R. Smith. I I love him at as a Nugget. I loved him as as when he played with the Knicks. I loved him. You know. That the, the dude just comes out and, and he gives you heart. You know what I mean? And the games that he doesn't show up with the heart, he gives he gives the head games, which still gets in 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 good. You know what I mean? So you you gotta love him. You know what I mean? He's now, I wouldn't of, say he's, he's kind of a divisive character. Yeah, not on he, the uh, level of Carmelo, but I, I might put him at number two for the Knights. For the, how do you figure? How do you figure? Because he was kind of like. When he was on, he was like, damn, like, this dude looks like a top eight, you know, shooting guard in the league kind of guy. But then there's other nights where he's just kind of being a goofball. Yeah. And he's he, still jacking up shots. And like, that's he why he's like, divisive. He the like, he definitely had the entertainment factor for sure. But he he, he was the modern he, he day Dennis Rodman. He never saw a shot that he didn't like. And some people don't like that. Yeah, yeah. he was he was the modern day Dennis Rodman. No, 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 no. Because no, Dennis, Dennis Rodman was way better than Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah, he was better than J.R. Smith. <laughs> He was like, uh, and he was grabbing twenty boards a game. Like Jr. Yeah, like if Jr. was more on, I think he was more consistent. I think guys liked him more. He did win Six Man of the Year that year, though. I like I, I like him overall. I just thought sometimes his play, his playing wise, I just think sometimes he's like, "Yo, focus up, dog. <laughs> We're trying to win the game here." And that's I mean, why even that, it, if you look at that, I mean, you can bring in Jokic into this because look how many stupid shots Jokic has taken. What? You know what I mean? Yeah, I got I got a high disagree on this. One. I mean, if we're if we're bringing it decisive as in, oh, they're just taking dumb shots. I mean, you you could say the same for Jokic. I don't okay. feel like Jokic be taking bad shots. But now something not lame, the EMP Sports Show. Now all I'm saying, guys, all I'm saying is plain and simple. If you're not getting a donut with peanut butter and jelly on it with the bacon bits. I don't know what you're doing with your life. Plain and simple. No, you get maple glaze on it with bacon bits. That I could probably most, do the PB and J with bacon bits that he just introduced to the group. That that I is the most it. idiotic pro Canada thing that you could ever say, Mike. Like seriously. All right. Sliding oh, over a little bit Canada, on this. Canada, our home and PB and J bacon bits. I'm with it. So, so I know we're on this they, donut talk. Have they, you guys ever had a donut that, burger? Mike, shut up. Donut they call burger? that that peanut butter and jelly with bacon. They call that the Elvis donut down there in uh, in Colorado Springs. They call that the El- the PB and J with bacon bits. It's called the yeah. Elvis burger. The the, the Elvis just, donut over did, did, did at uh, you, did Amy's did you Donuts. Ask about that? Yeah, because there's just there's a spot in uh, 
in Colorado Springs. I think there's a couple out of state too. It's called Amy's Donuts, but that's where you go, man. And and it's kind of like Voodoo Donuts, but better. No, no. Did, did you ask about why they call it the Elvis Donut? Apparently, was it Elvis a peanut butter banana dude? Um, yeah, but but he he liked uh, he liked the peanut butter and bacon. So apparently, they just add, decided to add jelly onto a donut. It's a donut. Well, there you go. Yeah. But to answer Mike's question, yes, at a what was it, Stuff Burger? Yes. Is that what they? Yeah, it's the uh, it's the glazed donuts, man. Two glazed donuts for buns with the Put burger. A fried egg in there. Yeah. Oh, that, that yeah the 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 donut burger. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, at, that's at, what's it called? Stuff Burgers. Stuff Burger. Yeah. Have one of those downtown, right like, in the Rhino area. Oh, you got you guys might there yeah, used to be one guys, downtown. You guys have a couple in, down there. Really. <laughs> Yeah, but they moved it to uh, to Windsor of all places. Tell you what, I'm not eating out during this pandemic, but as soon as it's over, I'm a. I can't wait to support local business. You know what I mean? Hey, man, get get that to go. Get that to go. Yeah, because you're you're gonna want to take it home. You're gonna want to take it home, light a candle, play some play some some slow music, because it's gonna make love to your taste buds. Could you imagine Phil like going and pick it up with his bike though? And he like bites into it. There's like yolk dripping down his cheek as he's riding 20 miles an hour down the road. As he's riding in the, oh, the yolk just like starts to splatter. <laughs> I've had, since we've been on this pandemic, I've had countless peanut butter and jelly egg sandwiches. Sunny side up. You eat that yolk coming down the side, like, like you mentioned, and it just get all up in the beard. I now, did that. you say a peanut butter and jelly <laughs> and? Egg sandwich. Yes. Together. Yeah, yes. yes, sir. Okay, this is this is where I'm gonna say that's weird. PJ, you just toss the egg in there, just like you toss the, the burger, like on your donut. You toss the egg in there. Wow. Yeah, man. Dude, I don't. Uh, that's press, press down the sides and seal that eggs in there. I'll that's try weird. anything. Yes, yo. I'll try huh? any food once, but that one that. Well, so you got you guys are down for weird stuff. You kind of just end up not tasting much egg. You guys are down for some weird stuff. I like that. I like that. What's your feeling on spam? What's your feeling on spam? You know what? I don't even want to hear your feeling on spam right now. We'll 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 talk about spam when we come back from the break. But let's get back into some serious talk. How are you guys feeling about spam? You did that. I I I usually don't eat spam. I'm gonna leave the spam talk up to y'all because y'all was going ham in the break about how you love spam. Bro, you, I mean, you cut spam that spam certain up. Ways. You you cut that spam up, right? And and not like little tiny thin speed. You, I'm talking about like the thickness, right? You throw that in a pan, you fry it up, kind of like how uh, how you fry bologna, same way. You know what I mean? Never done that. But but you fry that spam up, you put it on, on on two pieces of bread it's with some mustard. Rich, that that's right. Mike is rich. He he don't know about the the fried bologna life. Mike is so rich, he goes to the store and buys hamburger buns. He doesn't use regular bread for hamburger buns. That's how rich Mike hamburger? is. You can, you can afford hamburger buns? You can't eat a burger with regular bread that all the juices soak through the bread, and you, you'd have to eat with a fork and knife at that point. It's Phil, pointless. Phil, Mike is so rich, he's, he's never even understood or even looked at government cheese. Mike, you never had government cheese? I have never even heard of government cheese. Wow. Mike, Mike don't know about – Mike don't know about going to that food bank and picking up that powdered milk you got to make at home. Mike don't Mike, know about that life. Mike, have you ever driven anything less than a Mercedes? No. Wait, there's That's other brands. Crazy. No. Mike, Mike has never. He's never lived in a house with less than six bedrooms and less than four bathrooms. Man, your parents brought you a Ferrari to start off with. 
and you just kind of went. So you just you went. So you kind of been messing up in life. You went back to a Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Now, it, it must be nice to be a trust fund baby. Must be nice. Yeah, right. You know, you, you mentioned powdered milk. I've never had powdered milk. That's because you I have had boxed milk on the boat. We would have milk to have boxed milk that didn't have to be refrigerated you and had like a box wine. This fool might be having money, man. Bro, the 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 box milk. I used to get. We used to get that a lot over in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, mm-hmm. especially in the smaller uh, combat outposts. They'd have the. Uh, the small little like milk carton still, but uh, it, it looked like a juice box. And this milk would be sitting outside, wouldn't be refrigerated, nothing like that. So you go and get it, and you're like, I don't want to try it, but it's not, it's not too shabby. It's not, not, not too not bad. Too shabby. Too shabby. It definitely has a different taste to it than like regular milk. It's definitely it's a taste you don't want to have when you're when you're back stateside. But uh, you know, it's it's, it's not too bad. Man. But nah, dude, you, you, whatever, huh? It's not even. You, yeah, that's yeah you, you've never yeah. had powdered milk, Mike. I don't, don't think I've ever actually had powdered milk. Bro, I'm, I'm about to get personal with you guys, right? So, like, growing up, you know, my my dad, he's been in oil field well over over 40 years, right? So I've I've seen oil field when it, when it's been booming, you know, living that great life. I've seen the oil field when it's been downright like you think you're gonna be homeless. You know what I mean? And there was, there was a couple times where we had to, uh, growing up, we had to rely on the food bank. And, uh, you know, you, you get your you get your government block of cheese, you know what I mean? That That's probably the nastiest stuff you'll ever eat. And then you get your, your box of powdered milk where you got to – Is it American cheese? It, it, it's wow. American cheese, but it uh, it tastes just like the uh, the cardboard it comes in, you know what I mean? But uh, you get your powdered milk, you, you pour that into uh, some water and, and – Mixed up like it's uh like it's Kool Aid, man, and uh you, you got to struggle with that, you know what I mean? Kool Aid, that. You know, evaporated milk isn't powdered milk, but it's supposed to be evaporated. You know, I, I've I've only seen people use evaporated milk for like baking. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, I, I've never really seen anybody like actually drink it or anything like that. But but if you like take, you never eaten anything less than steak, huh? You, you say yeah, steak and. Steak and eggs every day for you for breakfast? Huh? Chicken and waffles for you? I right? wish. Leave Kate the waffles off. I'll just take the chicken. Don't get don't get syrup on my chicken. Yeah, Kate. Kate has made mention of her 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 lavish lifestyles growing up. She traditionally dates rich dudes. Never never being broke. Never never having to struggle. I mean, even now, you know, me and Phil, we never had great together. Kate? Me, me, me and Phil okay. got a script together our change. We go share a burrito sometimes. Oh, do you guys like Lady and Tramp it? One, one of you at one end of the burrito, the other of you at the other uh, end? Just kind of... uh, uh, no, Mike. We don't do it like that. Oh. Hey, I thought just, it would be cute. Uh, but... No, Mike. It's not cute. It, we, we have you tried it? A, it would be. We have to get that spork, Mike, and cut that 6 9 cent burrito in half. A spork? The spork. The spork, man. That's how we got to do it. You know. <laughs> you guys call it sporks? I, we. I grew so up you never had a spork. spork before. That's how rich Mike is. He, he, he no, no I, I grew up calling a spork. And no it's pee. a spork. It's a spork, man. Mm. It's a spork. Feel like it's a spork. And Kate's just looking at us like, "What are you guys talking about? Have you guys never had like Cristal in your <laughs> in your cupboard? Don't you guys have somebody who cuts your burritos for you?" When Kate sits down, there's like six forks, six knives, and she knows the there's like five spoons, and we have no – I just grab whatever. And she's like, you start from the outside and go in. Start from the outside, work yourself in. You know, she's got a fork just to, just to have to stare at. 
And then she's got her salad fork. She got her appetizer fork. She got her main course fork. You know, do you know you rich, Kate, when you just got a fork just to stare at, just to have out there? She's, she's never sat at a table with less than five forks. It must. It must be nice, Kate. It must be nice. Not be struggling. Not have to have to go around collect your pop cans to to go cash in and get your 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 one pack of of top ramen to last you for the week. Must be nice. I talked. I tried to talk to Kate about a recession. And she hadn't. She had no clue what the hell that was. She was like, "I'm good. All my men are okay." Man, <laughs> must be nice, Kate. Must be nice. You, you and Phil must be, li- or you and Mike must be living the high life right there. Oof. Me, me and Phil over here struggling. Mike, you finding the sports stories over there? No, I was looking up to see if I was weird for calling it a sport. <laughs> yes, you're weird calling it a sport. It's a sport. Apparently, I am because most of what I'm seeing here calls it a spork. It's a spork. Are you really here calling a spork? You're yes, trying to do spork. the S and F. You're trying to do the S and F and get that out, huh? The spork. The flork. Spork. Welcome. Nah, can, I get, can I get a spork, please? Let me, let me get a spork. Why not just call it a foon? That makes no sense at all. That makes no sense at all. I don't hate a foon, but spork is spork is easy. Spork is easy. Spork is where it at. I, I think it's really a it's really a spork. That's what it is. It's a spork. It is because you got basically yeah, you got ninety percent of it being being a spoon and the ten percent being a fork. It's yeah. a spork. Right. It's a spork. I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm, plus, I'm not trying uh, to uh, eat with the foon. You know what I mean? I want to eat with the spork. Right. All right, Eddie. Eddie, let What's me up? ask you a question. What's up? Why do you think Jokic is controversial? Oh, oh we're back on this talk. Two minutes before we go to break, really? Plans. Oh, Phil, are you not used to Mike doing dumb things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should, we should probably should have gotten to this about six minutes ago, Mike. That's right. He, I didn't want to interrupt your riveting conversation of how he is controversial because he takes some some very very questionable shots that you know downright he should never even think about taking, but. Because of the dy- the dynamic player he is, and how loyal Denver fans are, he don't he don't get much hatred locally for those shots. You know what I mean? Because there there's times when those stupid shots come comes into play for him, and he banks on them, and we win the game. So everybody's kind of like, you know what? It's it's it, it's it's a norm for Jokic. But when you look at at national. Then you see more of the controversy of, well, Jokic is dumb for doing that. When you look at Nash, I feel like it's more like Jokic is fat. Jokic is fat. He's not athletic. Bro, let's look at it this way. There, there are plenty of, of not athletic-looking people out there that can just straight dominate. I mean, you look at Jokic. He, no, he, got, he doesn't have no six-pack. He's not a LeBron. But guess what? He still dominates on the court. You know what I mean? You look at uh, what was his face? Um, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, yeah. Again, he he was he was a stockier dude, still dominated. You know what I mean? So Eddie, Eddie, you wanna you wanna talk to us about people who don't look athletic but can still ball out? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we have we have Mr. Charles Barkley. Okay, nowhere near. The, the typical basketball body, right? But can still get down. 
Okay, can still get down. Then you look at oh, what's his face? Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm thinking of it. I'm thinking of it. What sport? It's it's a football. Um, he he was he was back on the. Uh, Janikowski. On the no, uh, Neil Smith. Oh. Okay, this this is going back to to Phil's guy, Neil Smith. You know that that guy had a belly on him. That guy had a belly on him, but guess what? He still dominated. You know what I mean? He was still getting paid by by Campbell's chunky soup. You know what I mean? And then we cross over to MMA, right? And you look at you you guys go to Google, pull up uh Roy Nelson. Roy Big Country Nelson. Right? I think I actually watched one of his fights once. Dude's got I, dude's got the beard, got the gray hair in the beard, got the mullet going. He's definitely he's definitely shoot. got the belly that shows he he's drinking you know three dude, or four kegs in a day. Dude, like, dude, dude just uh, just beat up uh, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, there you go, Tyson Fury. Yeah, Tyson and Fury, dude, and the dude who beat up the uh, the English black dude over there. Uh, Andy Rios, a- Andy Ruiz, 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 yeah. Ruiz, yeah. yeah. Andrew Ruiz. Yeah, yeah. You look at all those guys, they all they all have one thing in common. Ruiz for sure, actually. Yeah, for sure. They like their chicken. They like their candy bars. They like their soda. They like their beer. They they have the the they have the Eddie body. You know, you now everybody says they have the dad body. No, they have the Eddie body. The don't diet, try it body. Exactly. That. And guess what? They still come out and they still punch you in the face and they still put you down. There you go. All right. So Jokic obviously is the is the guy on the Nuggets that you look at and you're like, he doesn't look like he should be an athlete, but then he, once you see him play, he's great. Yeah. You know, is, there, exactly. is there anybody you can think of on one of the other Colorado teams that you look at and you're like, are you sure this is a professional athlete? On on Colorado teams, I would say. What what's that one cat the uh, one that plays first for the Rockies? Oh, Daniel Murphy. Uh, Daniel Helton. Murphy. Dan, Daniel Murphy's got got a little bit of gut on him too. He ain't quite Todd Helton. He's got yeah. a true like dad bod. Like yeah, yeah. You know I mean, you look at him, you're like, ah, I think this guy plays softball instead. He don't play no baseball. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's still athletic. He, he he still gets his his legs moving. You know. And then if. There's really nobody on the Avalanche team, man. That, that's that. Yeah, there, there's really nobody on the Avs, man. Well, when you're talking about hockey, it's kind of in, it's interesting because, like, like you said, there's nobody really because you can't be out of shape in any sort of way and play hockey. Uh, that, that's true. But you look at it, and it always surprises me seeing like goaltenders after they take off their gear and whatnot, because you look down there and goaltenders have so much gear on, they look so huge. And sometimes they pop off that gear and they're just this super scrawny dude underneath. And it's like, whoa. Prime example, Marshall Murphy. We, we've had that cat in the studio and, and online with us, right? See him, see him in person. Dude's got all his gear on. You're like, man, this guy, this guy looks like he's kind of fat underneath. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he takes it off, and he's like maybe 120 pounds. 
And I was like, get yeah. out of here. Get out of here with this false representation, sir. Get out of here. I see these goalies, and I'm picturing, like, an offensive lineman is underneath all that gear and stuff, and then right. they pop out, and it's like a kicker. You're, you're at least hoping they, if they're not fat, they're, like, on the roid, so they're, like, beefed up. And then they come out, and they're all, like, this. You know what I mean? Like, like, like pinky-sized legs and, 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 and pinky-sized forearms and stuff like that. You're like, whoa. Where, where's Houdini at playing, playing this magic? It, in, it's just, in it's just baseball, crazy, it's just crazy. In baseball, I can't really think of somebody who plays for the Rockies, but a lot of times you see these pitchers that are um, because all they they don't have to run much. They stand there and they use their arm. So you see pitchers like Carlo, um, like Carlos Estevez. You got um, DJ Johnson. You yeah, have but Cologne. Even, yeah, Cologne. <laughs> uh, you you use you, you scrape away from. The Rockies, right? And we, we'll go to Boston. Uh, what, was it Manny Ramirez that played for Boston? Mm-hmm. That, I mean, look at that. That, that guy was chunky. There's also that cat from uh, uh, the, the Rangers. I'm trying to think what his name was. But that guy was a big guy. Like, that, that guy was like, bro, bro, stay away from the ho-hos. Put, put, down the, put, those, put down the Dunkin' Donuts. You know what I mean? And he's got the power. He's got the, he's got the speed, you know? So sometimes those bodies don't don't matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just I think, like just like a conversation yesterday. Okay, look look at your body type. You mean sexy? Besides the sexiness, right? Oh, I look at you. I'm like, this guy can't play no sports. But yeah, I guarantee you, man, you're you can dominate some flag football. You can dominate some volleyball. You know what I mean? There's positions for you out there in that flag football. I tell you what. You look at oh. you look at Phil, and you're like, yeah, yeah, he he's definitely athlete. He's he's definitely hooping. Golf, you know, I mean? you know a little, just a little golf chess. You know what I mean? Nothing crazy. Yeah, and you look you at me, what? you're like, we should like, go golfing. No, that that's got to be the most stupidest thing you ever say. Seven. Laser tag, it is then. Phil laser just said he's stupid. into golf. I'm trying to support Phil. You know, a little laser tag monopoly. Phil says he's all about the golf. Pretty athletic, you know. Laser tag monopoly. Get into it. You know? Get down on the Yahtzee. You know, a little Yahtzee, little Yahtzee, little Uno. Huh? Yeah, but I mean, you look at my, you look at my body type, and you're like, yeah, this guy's definitely in the competitive eating. He, he definitely putting them hot dogs down. Dude, you competitive I mean? eating. Oh my! God. Some of the guys you see who do competitive eating are like the smallest dudes ever. And they down like 47 hot dogs or whatever in one sitting. It's like, exactly. You That's what I'm that? saying, like, man. That weighs as much as you. You, you, you can't sit there and judge somebody's body type, man. Cause you never know. They're, they're probably a pro player. They're probably a pro fighter that looks like they're like 500 pounds or probably still head kick you in the, in, in an instant. You know what I mean? Mm. Let me, uh, let me ask you another question here, because with quarantine and everything going yes, on, we'll go on a date with you. With quarantine and everything going on, it is very hard for these professional athletes to get into their normal facilities to practice. To you know, are we to, really going to bring this up? Are we really going to hone their bring craft? Let me ask you: What of all the positions and all all the players out there, what position do you think is the hardest for them to really keep their craft? sharpened okay first off mike let's do it this way what nba player do you not know that doesn't have access to at least half of a basketball court at his house yep i mean there's 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 a there's a good amount of them though i mean not everybody has a hoop at the crib 
Well, that's why I wasn't. I'm, I'm expanding all the sports. I'm just, I'm saying, not just talking about man, basketball. At least, at least like eighty percent of the NBA has half a court at their house, whether it's outside or inside. No, nah, yeah, I, 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 I don't think there's that many guys. Dude, I feel like basketball is probably the easiest for people to stay sharp on yeah. during. I feel, I feel like they better be finding a gym to get into, but I don't think it's like eighty. It's probably more like. I I'm mean, just saying, guys it's, in the league, it's probably probably more like. 40 if that probably like 40 probably like 40 if you're in the nba and you can't afford to go to walmart and pick up a lifetime basketball hoop there's something wrong well yeah i mean i'm I'm sure they found a a way to some high school gym or something somebody's gym but yeah Yeah. i'm sure they found something now now baseball probably the second easiest you know what i mean because it's too easy to to buy some some batting nets off amazon set them up in the backyard set them up in the garage and, and kind of stay clutch on that (laughs) <laughs> all right so here we are we're talking about the uh <laughs> wait are we actually are we are we going or do we have to re no we're still good we're still good so here we yeah, are we're, it's on here. Cool. We're, we're talking uh cool. how it is for for pro athletes to kind of stay stay sharp in their skills you know we we've made the assumption that it it's almost too easy for nba players to stay stay sharp you know, with the little basketball hoop, whether it's in the driveway or in their garage or basement, wherever. Um, <clears throat> kind of made mention how baseball is is kind of easy the same way because you can order the the batting nets off Amazon, set them up backyard, set them up in the garage, keep her hitting crisp. But I don't necessarily see it being that much harder either for NFL players. Yeah, clearly the hardest has to be hockey. Yeah, I, and, I would have to agree with that. And specifically, goalies. I mean, like, you know, forwards, defensemen, they can get on rollerblades, which obviously is not the same, but it's somewhat similar. I don't know how you could ever simulate the the movements and stuff in the net without being on ice. Well, I mean, it <sighs> – yeah, because e- even with with the goalie skates are in line, you know what I mean. They're they're nowhere near as thin, and and I mean obviously there's there's no blades on them, but mm-hmm. they're nowhere near what they they make for for ice hockey. Um, and even then though the 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 pads they're they're not the leather pads that you have for ice hockey. You know what I mean. They're they're more or less like the hard plastic for inline. Um, so it's it's definitely hard. The only thing I can really think, man, for for goalies to to kind of stay crisp is, you know, throwing throwing a couple of tennis balls against the wall, just working on reflexes, moving moving kind of side to side. But that's that's really it, man. Hockey's got to be a little bit harder to maintain your skills. But the- but then again, man, I mean, most most pro players they they probably have access to, you know, they they probably have access to the clubhouse, you know, to to get up in there in there and their team's smaller practice rank and stuff like that. So, With that in mind, uh, we talked about yesterday a little bit the NBA and how much time they might need to get ready to go back into play. Would you think the NHL needs a little more time, would need more time than the NBA does to actually get back into game shape and get going? Uh. I, I would say yeah. I, I would say yeah. 
just because it's so different and how you use your body uh, when you're not actually on the ice, I feel like. And uh, NBA, I feel like you – obviously, you won't be at game speed, you can, but you can basically do anything, practice anything you would need to do on the court without having a full-length court at your disposal. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, man, the the NBA, the the, the full length court, go out to your go go out to your road. You know what I mean? Most of these guys aren't are living in like a busy area. It's not like you know, oh, there's too much traffic on my road. I mean, most of these guys live in like the the the, the gated communities where, you know, speed limits five miles an hour. You know what I mean? So, it's too easy to go out there and and, and work on your sprints work on, you know, your, your, your suicides and, and your, your side shuffles and stuff like that. Um, but we, we kind of get into that play where it may be a little bit harder just to get your distance and stuff like that. As far as like the hoop to, to mimic NBA, NBA, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let, let, let's get Philip on here. Phil, what you thinking? Oh, what? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, they probably need about a month, man. I don't know really. I, mean, I can't really tell you how, I mean, how much time hockey players need to get back in shape. But I mean, these basketball players saying they need about a month. I feel like they probably need about three weeks, a couple games, really. I I would agree with that. Uh, I know the NFL is already talking about canceling their overseas, or has already yeah, decided to cancel that. their overseas games yeah, for this next season. That. NHL and NBA both do overseas games as well. You got to think that those games are probably going to get canceled, which is even a bigger deal when you're talking about the NHL because that is a league made up of the majority foreign players, if you count Canada. But even even outside of North America, there is a huge part of the game that comes from overseas. Many yeah, of the players. Yeah, yeah. We got a good amount of Australians on the squad. We got a good amount of uh, overseas players at this point. We, you know, Jokic, Donkic is from overseas. Jokic is from overseas. Giannis is from overseas. Um, you know, it's a good amount of players from overseas. We got some can- 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 Canadians. Got some of those as well. Um, you know, so, I, but, you know, when work comes calling, they'll come back. What it sounds like, they all want to get down and they want to play. Not well, yeah, I, I would. I gotta assume you'd want to get back and play because this has been this is like your life. And for most of these guys, like Hoopers do. Hoopers want to hoop. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been waking up lately wanting to play ball. And I mean, I gotta assume that's the way it is for most of these guys. They wanna they wanna play the sport that they love, that they've dedicated their life to, and having to not do it for so long that's gotta be painful. Right. It's it's a fun game. You know, you want to play it. Hey, T.A. came back with blonde hair now. She used to be brunette. You know oh, I mean? we got a new T.A. Nice. Hello, T.A. What's your name? Uh, she's puffier. <laughs> Sits up straighter. Aren't you back? T.A.? T.A., what's your name, T.A.? <laughs> I see I see you're new. What's your name, T.A.? Your name. My State name. your name, gangster. Name is Kate. Kate. We, we used to have a Kate. She just got fired. So hopefully you don't make the same mistakes, Kate. Good oh, ass, okay. Kate. 
Cool. Now, as, as we're going in in on this, uh, I do have one kind of particular question to ask you guys. What is more of a sport to you, soccer or tennis? Soccer. That's that's the most stupid thing you could ever say, Mike. Phil, soccer or tennis? Give me soccer. That's another dumb that's, that's thing tough. you could that's say. That's tough, man, because tennis is tennis is, whew, tennis is one of my favorite sports to watch. Ten, I got to give tennis mm. more more credibility yeah. for a sport than I'm soccer. A, I'm a Federer, Nadal, you know what I mean? Both the Williams sisters killing it. Man, I'm, I'm just – I mean, Here's the thing. When you Soccer's get injured in tennis, national, uh, national, uh, bro, bro, get out of here. Get out of here. When you get injured in tennis, it's it's a real injury. Tear, tear that ACL, mess up your knee, ankles. You get you knees. get injured in soccer, it's because a butterfly landed on your shoulder and, and now you're laying down. Something wrong with like, that. Oh, man. my God. My shoulder's popped out of place. This butterfly landed too hard. Come on. Soccer is going to work on your footwork, though. That's kind of the thing about it. Soccer is going to give you great footwork for other sports. Like if you're a boxer and you used to play – Soccer, hooping, it's gonna work you out there. But tennis is so old, man. You know, it's intense. It's intense out there. Tennis I, is I give, I give tennis more of a more of a sport. It's you know what I mean? Tennis, it's one on one. Ain't no teammates. I mean, you know, for the most part, there, there are two. Unless you play doubles. doubles. Yeah, there are doubles. But hey, let me watch it at singles. You know what I mean? And the testosterone out there. And not to mention, it's man, one look on at one. it's one on one, man. One on one is hard to. Hard to beat sometimes. Look at look at uh look at beach volleyball. Look mm, at gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. You know, you gotta imagine man, it it's hard enough just walking in sand on the regular beach, going into the ocean. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a Let alone they, it's a shame they canceled those Olympics because uh I used to well, I love watching the uh, beach volleyball. I used to kick it, oh, yeah. they're gonna it's gonna come back next year. Supposedly the will be back. Supposedly just postpone them a year. For sure. They canceled them though for this year. I mean, that's a shame. Oh, yeah. It's postponed, I should say. It's postponed. But yeah, Dude, that's gotta that suck for those athletes though who've been training for the past four years for this moment, and then it gets put off for another year. I mean, it's yeah, gotta yeah. suck for you know three yeah, individuals. It's gotta suck for three individuals that put in so much time and effort to to honing their craft and get denied the ability the the availability to go to Las Vegas to the BEA. You know. And here we are. It's our last show of the day, last day of the uh, spring semester, and it's also Cinco de Mayo. So I'm sure everybody's going out there and going to get their uh, drinky drink on at the clubs, get their uh, taco eating on at the taco trucks. Yeah, yeah. I can't take a joke. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, you know how it is. Just rocking and rolling. But uh, I do want to talk about something serious, though, guys. Now, are we taking steak tacos, or as they consider it, asada tacos? Or are we taking the pork tacos, also known as El Pastor? How are we doing this? Probably more of an asada guy. You, you liking the steak? Oh, the steak, yeah. Sir? Carne asada, that's what life's about. I'm actually... I'm actually going to be grilling up carne asada today. I've had it marinating since last night. No, what you know about grilling? What you know about marination? A little sum sum. A little sum sum. My gosh, my gosh. Yeah. 
I used to good. drill pretty frequently back up in Alaska because I actually had a grow. You never thought to acquire one down here in the Greeley? Or no, because if I get a grill, I want a I want a good grill, and I never I never found myself in a position where I felt like dropping that kind of money. Well, I right. think everybody wants a good grill. You know, they always want a good grill to kind of plan their future with, and just just they don't want to be alone anymore. But unfortunately, some of these these good grills cost a lot of money to keep. So sometimes you got to go with the trashy grill that'll last uh, last a long time. You know, when you guys grill, I've always messed with gas. It, either you guys good with the charcoal? I I do a little bit of both. I do the charcoal and I do the uh, the propane because I respect my man Hank Hill. <laughs> so it's gonna make the same joke. <laughs> and uh, I also mess around with the uh, with the smoker too. I got a uh, I got a smoker that I throw on some. Uh, oh, excuse me. I throw on some brisket. I throw on some ribs. Throw on some uh, some wings. I would love to get a smoker, like to be able to like sl- slow smoke some baby backs all day. Mm. Yeah, the 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 best wood to use man for the baby backs for well just ribs in general is uh you take your you, you go buy some apple chips and uh you soak those in jameson so you have to buy some alcohol mike but you soak them in jameson overnight yeah that's some good tastiness right there man so like dried apple slices no like like go to walmart go to like ace hardware or whatever and they sell um apple wood Oh, okay. And you, you can buy, like, the Applewood logs, or you can buy, like, the regular Applewood chips. But uh, whatever you want to do, man, just just pick your flavor. Because they have, like, they have apple, they have cherry, they have hickory. Um, they have I don't know if I'd be able to find it down here, but back uh, back in Alaska when we would – when my people would, like, smoke salmon and whatnot, we'd, alderwood was what we'd bro, really want. Bro, you got to stop with that, my people. You got to stop with that. Because – we're 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 all the same. Doesn't matter if we're black, white, Hispanic, Asian. We're all the same. We're all people of radio. Okay, so so let's remember that. All right, but nah, man. Like you, you get your applewood chips or your applewood logs, and I'm serious, man. Get get some Jameson, some Irish whiskey, and soak those chips in the Jameson overnight, and then let them dry out. And man, you got some you got some sweet flavor on those ribs, brother. It actually sounds really good. Oh, I don't know, because it's expensive. But getting one of those like green eggs. Oh, dude, seems... I, I would. Here, here's the thing: is I wouldn't waste my time on on the clay ones. I would just legit, dude. Like, uh, I would probably find one at like Lowe's. You, you could probably find one at Lowe's for like two hundred bucks. Mm. And it, it's easy. It's cheap. You know, make sure they have the uh, the the smoker on on the side of it. That we can have your meat on on one side and and on the side on the lower end. You can put your wood chips and stuff like that, man. But I mean, once you get a smoker, man, you get to mess with so many different flavors. You know, like like when you smoke pork, definitely like the mesquite with that. When you smoke uh, like burgers, man, you uh you get your your meat. You mix it with some uh, some Jack Daniels. And 
get your I'm serious, man. You you get your burger meat, you mix some, some Jack Daniels in that, then you get uh you cut up your onions, cut up some uh some peppers, smoke that all too. And with your uh, with your wood, go ahead and uh, add some like seven up and soak that and it just it, it goes together nice, man. Now if you're smoking burgers, can you still get like a like a medium burger? Oh yeah. Because okay. you, you still control uh, you still control the heat. So you have a little temperature gauge, which if you want uh keep your keep your, your medium burgers, then they definitely smoke around like 300, 320. And they'll come out perfect, man. Perfectly perfectly pink, like everybody wants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to a burger, I still want it medium. I still want that peak in the middle. Bro, I'm I'm telling you right now, when it comes to to my meat, my burgers and my steak, the redder the better. If, if I can hear the cow still mooing as I'm eating, it's on point. And even with pork chops, like I like a good medium pork chop. Like so many people overcook the crap out of pork, like pork chops and whatnot, because it's pork and they think pig dirty. You gotta cook the crap out of it. Yeah, no. pork, pork you don't need to. Um, pork, really, it's only you chicken. Definitely, yeah, pork you can get you get that nice little pink going on too. Not too much, but that, that nice little pink going on. You know, but the chicken, the chicken, it, if it's pink, man, you're uh, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> chicken, uh, chicken pate. If it's pink, you need more time. Chicken, all uh, food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> but not nah, man, like. Like, uh, I'm excited, man. You know, the, the warmer weather out means no more cooking inside. So a lot more grilling, a lot more smoking going on. And, uh, yeah, dude, you, you can get a smoker, like I said, pretty cheap. And just as long as you take care of it, clean it every day, it'll last you a long time. Now, is there and, anything not meat that you smoke to eat? Not meat? Uh, like... I, I have Would you ever throw, like, a zucchini on there to smoke? Zucchini I haven't tried, but I have done corn. And uh, corn? The, the smoked corn is, is pretty legit. Keep the keep the husks on. Just butter that. You know what I mean? And then just throw it on and let it smoke for a couple hours. and It's good, man. Well, I love grilling some corn on the cob. Yeah. It is yeah. best if you can do it in the husk. but Grilling grilling's good on it, man. But like I said, man, it – You can it, do it in the house? Uh nah, I I would I would in the house now. Is that what Mike said? No, no he, if you can keep it in the husk. Oh, in the husk. Okay, I'm fine. Yeah. Sometimes you, know, you get corn on the cob, and you, I have to f- wrap it in foil or some yeah. instead of keeping it in the husk. But you always keep it. You usually keep it in the husk. Try yeah. to like we'll we'll pill it, pill it, and then uh, take your hand and just rub the butter all over it, and then put the husk back on. And then let her sit on that grill, man. Oh, I usually make it into like a compound. I, I get, make sure the butter's nice and soft. Put a bunch of seasonings, maybe some herbs in there. Mix it all up. Then See, you- I, I usually wait till the butter's like melted and, and it's uh, kind of brown on the corn, and then I throw that seasoning on. Mm. Let it finish off that way. But I mean, there, dude, there's so many different YouTube videos of, of do guys that, that hey, of, of guys that smoke. Sure. <laughs> it's always good, man. But uh, 
So what's up, guys? How we doing? How we doing on on, on this last day of the semester? A little little depressed, I guess. But you know who's not depressed is Frank Gore. We talked. We just mentioned it before coming back from break. Frank Gore actually signed another deal. Uh, he's going to be collecting Social Security and playing for the New York Jets. Uh, that's just Frank funny, Gore. sir. Shout that out to that Frank Gore getting it done again. Got himself another check. I mean, he was he really good. Again. He didn't done it, 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 it again. Is he still did. worth take worth having around when there's so many young younger backs with fresher legs that are still available? Think about it like this, Mike. Who's older than Frank Gore? Tom Brady, and that's probably about it. Exactly. <laughs> Tom Brady, maybe Drew Brees. How old is Frank Gore? Does anybody know that off the top of their head? I, I don't. Who, Frank Gore? Yeah. Like 38? 38? I will be able to tell you he's 36. Yeah. See, I was close. Yeah, we, we were both pretty close there. Boy, old as hell. He dirt cheap. Especially for a running back, though. Why? That's not how. Right, what were we talking about this guy for? Oh, just because he just signed a contract with the Jets, and he's he's Mike's probably a Hall of Fame running back when it's all said and done. But he's kind of going the uh, the MJ route, if you will, uh, where he just keeps going and doesn't nec- doesn't necessarily hang up at yeah. a point where he can just walk off into the sunset. Yeah, you know what? Nobody cares about people like that for them to walk out. And- in the sunset and, and live their dream life. You know who I care about walking out in the sunset? Who? You know what they accomplished a lot? You. Mr. Mike Jones. Me? You know, yeah. Because everybody everybody who may not know, this is this is your last show as an Ames student, you know. And uh, hopefully, man, you know, you, you, you're happy with what you've done. Hopefully, you know, the uh, the success that you will have in the future has somewhat to do with the the time that you've had here at Ames, and uh, I just want to say thanks, man. You know, for for letting me and Phil be a part of uh, your journey. You know, because without you, bro, you, we we wouldn't be a two time two time BEA award winning show. No, we would. No, we this would. is this is the guy with the brains behind the the magic. You know what I mean? So, huge, huge shout out, huge respect to you, Mike. Have to bring something because I definitely don't bring the pretty face. No, unfortunately, that is me, um, and that, that's just something, man. That like nobody's ever going to be able to take away is 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 this luscious face. We know? got the brain here. Eddie's bringing the face, and then we got the voice, Phil. The voice. That's, that's right. The, the, the voice. Me, the voice. It's a total package, man. And if you put us all together, that would be one sexy radio announcer. Just doing it all. And you know what? Yeah. This is probably the reason why we have so many listeners that are female. Because <laughs> uh, they just merge us all together? Yeah, they just merge us all together. They love us. They're like, you know what? This EMP, I wish I, wish I could date the EMP. Not the individuals, just the EMP together as a yes. whole. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, not like in all realness, dude. Like, like for real, dude. It's been awesome to be able to to work with you on the air and stuff like that, man. And and kind of learn, 
learning how you how you you handle yourself on the air and kind of learning your your little tricks of the trade. So big shout out, man. Appreciate it. So can't can't yeah, wait to uh, thank you, Mike. Can't wait to see you in in the big leagues. You know what I mean? Big leagues of the radio doing your thing. Hopefully, I mean, be awesome to see us all kind of be able to turn this into something, whether it's, you know, continuing on with an EMP show podcast or who knows, all, all three of us, maybe we'll all end up uh, big time in it. We'll have our own show on ESPN the radio. Maybe, man. I mean, hey, there's, there's no way of telling that we can't all just uh, link up working for iHeart or working – you know, Sam Radio Station and whatnot. Because, like I said, man, when you, when you put the EMP together, magic happens. Magic does happen. Yeah. I mean, and magic yeah. look, you look back at it, and it kind of started off like – I'm thinking back a few semesters now. A few semesters. There was the These Damn Dudes show headlined by me and Dwight. And going on that same semester was the Breddy Show. That's right. It was the Breddy Show uh, that also had the new girl, which was me, Mike, or me, uh, me, Brett, and Hannah. Every once in a while, we bring in the uh, the traffic girl, Kate. Mm. But, uh, you know, the, the powers that may be were there, and they kind of realized the, the magic of the Eddie from the Brady show, the magic that was Mike from the D's damn dudes. And then we had this, the strong individual come in from the radio one, Mr. Phil, Mr. Flip. Hey, that's me. Thank you. Appreciate you. No. And Matt, we just, we, we came together. Like I said, man, the, the magic happened. And I'm pretty sure this is how girls get pregnant with this magicness. You know? Uh, I'm, I'm just remembering back to, cause I would pop in on your Brady show. Once in a while, and yeah, just you, some you, of the... you were frequent, man. You you were a frequent flyer, and and the the magic just got brought up more. You know what I mean? That must be where where they saw it. They were like, "Wow, if Definitely we just cut out this dead weight in in New Girl, uh, and you know this this charming yet you know too much on his plate guy, Brett. We have something yeah. special here." Yeah, they uh, they realized that you know new girl, who who eventually got promoted to side sidekick. That's right. Um, she just she she wasn't living up to her full potential, so we had to get her replaced. And then of course you know Brett. But she went on to great things with the uh, Girl Power Hour show. Yes, yes, that that great was that was a very controversial show. You know, for some know, weird reason. I know they had a a run in with the uh, with another club. At Ames, but hey, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, man, it, it was crazy. Me and you were able to talk to talk to the new girl that one time out in the uh, commons area, <laughs> who turned out to not be Hannah. <laughs> yes, that was. Uh, <laughs> I cannot stop laughing. That was that was a with special, special with her head thing. down, with her head down, like doing her work. You're like, oh, that's Hannah. And then you go yeah. over and like, ah, oh, that is not Hannah. That is my bad. <laughs> but at, at least we we played it off like uh, like it was just a joke. So that kind of that kind of worked out in our favor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, 
thinking about this kind of gets me in a little bit of a reminiscent mood. And we're, we have to take a break here, unfortunately. But I was kind of wondering if you guys, thinking back on this show and even experiences in previous semesters that we may have had together, think about some highlights or maybe even some lowlights that, that we could talk about here as we close out the EMP show. Welcome back to the last show of EMP Sports through Ames. This is a somber show today because it is the last one. The last time over Ames Airwaves that these three could be models were together talking sports. So... In honor of that, I was thinking for this last segment, we can reminisce and maybe share a few stories that made you laugh, maybe made you cry, but left an ever-present mark on your soul. And I'll tell you what, boy, I mean, it was just every time that me and you sparted out, man, over, over some... Uh... Whatever the sport conversation was, hoops, football, you know, you know, just all the times that we sparted it out, man. You know, any time that we argued about the Nuggets, LeBron. Which, I mean, Jokic is the top five player in the league. Jokic. Yeah, man, just all those times, man. Those times are classic times, man. Good, good. Got our testosterone up a little bit. Got some laughs in there. You know, all, all the good times that you, that you expect to have. Uh, with the homies on the uh, can you remember your first experience with uh, me and Eddie the first time you got on with us? Uh, I remember the first time. I think, I think the first time was probably over some football. It's probably over football, I feel like. Probably. Not sure though. I mean, I can't remember the first time, man. It was I can't even remember one specific time, but there was a bunch of, you know, at least once. Wow, we we, we didn't leave an ever present mark on you. All of them, man. That that's like that's it. Or all the times, man. Just me and you kicking it at the uh, at Town Square, which you know wasn't really on air, but just you know, Town Square, you know, four hours in a little closet, you know, controlling the value. <laughs> that that closet, yes. Yeah. Classic times, man. Well, I remember last year, about this time, just a, a little over a year ago, we all sat in there and we had three of our laptops up and we were all streaming different games from March Madness, sitting there talking about what was going on and kind of doing our own little mini, you know, inside March Madness, if you will. With the EMP show. I mean, at that point, it wasn't called the EMP show. That was. At that time, I was still guest, 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 making guest appearances. You know what I mean? Happy to be there, you know, just, you know, not quite an intern, but, you know, just trying to work my way in there. You know what I mean? Trying to get some, trying to get some rep. Still super green. Trying to get my, still green, wet, and a little baby out there, you know, just trying to learn my way around the studio, get to know the big dogs. 
You know what I mean? I was just trying to make the ball from the front, man. I was just trying to get in there with the seniors, make the varsity as a freshman. You know what I mean? <laughs> you guys brought me in. You guys, you know, it wasn't there wasn't too much hazing. You know what I mean? I didn't make me too much coffee. It wasn't too many push-ups you guys made me do. You know, didn't make me talk to any ugly girls or nothing like that. So you know, hey man, you know, I appreciate the way y'all brought me in. Let me come in there, get my yelling out. That was uh that that's pretty much how it went down for me, man. Um, got to be a little intern on the uh, these damn dudes on the damn show, and uh, you know, got that got that cherry popped, and was able to learn how how Mike and, and, and his former co-host Dwight got down and, and some of the do's and don'ts. And it was it was a fun experience, man. And then it kind of became a, an Eddie and Mike show after like the first half of their, their damn show. Cause you know, Dwight didn't know anything about sports. So that was always a plus. Dwight was always dipping out on us. Yeah. But I mean, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't yeah. a, uh, it was my first run in with Mike, you know, me and Mike shared a broadcast announcing. Uh, at, at, on, on the nights with uh, with our teacher Joe and, and TA, and then uh, you know we had public speaking together. That was the first time. Yes. I mean, we didn't talk a whole lot in that class, but that was the first time me and Eddie interacted. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, man. I was I was uh, I was there in class, but I wasn't there in class. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Um, so I mean, it was it was it was cool, man. But uh, one of my one of my greatest greatest memories with uh with mike was uh when we started our our petition our movement for our our favorite coffee cart lady who uh parted her ways with ames you know we, we weren't too happy about it yes the infamous moment of silence yes or the moment of silence <laughs> uh you know that that was great man getting getting called into uh Crandall's office being told that uh that the dean didn't like what we did, but uh we still didn't care because you know free our girl Jana, best coffee cart lady in the world, and uh, yeah man that, that was probably like my my most funnest memory with you man was was doing that, and uh, just kind of like sitting there and hearing Crandall get mad at us and just kind of like laughing because you know we're gonna do it again anyway so whatever. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, dude, and then just you know, kind of getting getting the whole works going with with adding Phil in, and really kind of developing in this to to be a great sports show. You know, lots lots of different opinions, lots of heated arguments, but regardless, man, we're always we're always boys at the end of the show. You know, and then, and then not to mention, say? man, not to mention, bro, like leaving the studio and, and being able to, to continue to work together at the, the Northern Colorado Eagles hockey games. Oh yeah. You know, you, you want the play by play me on the, uh, the announcing mic. And then that, that one game, was it one game or two games? We actually got to do play by play together. I think it was two. I think it was two. That was, that, that was fun right there, man. You know, cause we were both in doing what we, what we like to do for a sport we loved. You know what I mean? And, it was uh, it was pretty sick. I, I was a little disappointed I couldn't do the uh, the football games with you guys, but hey, man, I, I, I was glad we got to rock it on the mic for the hockey games. Yeah, football games, that's right. Yeah. Hey, share a story. 
me share a story? Yes, yeah, I, I told you before we came on air, you would be talking. Um, I, I warned you. Yeah, I don't know. There were always so many times that you guys were like, I have a question, and it was like the same thing that I explained to you like 20 times. I'd have to come into the studio, and then you ask me the question, and then you just keep talking and asking me really Kate, weird questions. These aren't the these aren't the stories that we were talking about, uh, Kate. No, that's just like it's funny because I'd end up like spending you know the rest of your show in there with you guys, and then you guys would like try to ask me about sports or something, and I have no idea. I have no idea like anything about sports. So well, I mean, to Ed- summarize what Kate's saying is she came in as a young intern not knowing anything about sports and now she probably knows more about sports than anybody else that's not on the show. We taught her, we taught her way more than any of her other boyfriends ever taught her about anything. That That's actually pretty accurate. See, not that's only did pretty accurate. not only did we bring the, the hard-hitting sports show to the listeners but we're also able to change a life and the TA. Yeah. You guys were able to tell me when I was being dumb, which was, which was good. A lot. We, we kind of raised <laughs> yeah, you. A lot. We, right, we so kind of raised you. It was like right. four days a week of school. So it was four days of that week. She was telling her that she was doing something dumb. <laughs> that, that is true. So that's, that's four days a week. How many weeks are in a semester? Mm. Uh, 16. 16. 16 weeks. So that's 16 weeks times four. 64. Times four. Six, that's 64 days you're doing something dumb. Yep. That's <laughs> all right. That's all right. But no, nah, dude, it, 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 it's been like a, a great thing. And um, should, we, should we announce it right now or should we come back before we sign off and announce what we have in the future? You know what? Let, let's take a break. Let's leave the listeners on the edge of their seats. Mid-wipe. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Make sure you are using the toilet paper to, to do it and then bring the baby wipe in for the clean wipe, for the cleanup. Oh, yeah. And when it's still a little cold, too, that coolness. It's it's definitely a, a nice little treat on a hot summer day. Go ahead, Mike. Bring it in for the last time, sir. Well, I guess I'll start off by saying, kiss me. Oh, that's a song by Sixpence. Uh, none, none of the richer. But this here is the EMP Sports Show. A little bit of sports plus. Two time. Yes. EA award winning sports show. And you know what? Sports show to win awards in AIM student history. And it's not just because of our, our wacky personalities that we won, it's not because we're just so charming that we won. But we conduct and ask hard-hitting questions and conduct excellent interviews that that is 100 percent correct i mean you know we we get controversial with with some individuals in interviews you know especially you know nuggets dancers we, we don't take no crap from them so we hit the hard the hard-hitting stuff with them which they don't like but that's all right and, and we get deep into run windsor something that you know Honestly, never heard of it until until we figured out we were doing that interview. Exactly. And it was literally the morning of that we get told. But, hey, you know what? That's okay. That's what we do. We, uh, we handle ourselves professionally. And, you know, we couldn't be award-winning if we didn't have great teachings by, you know, Joe Cross. Huge shout-out to Joe. 
Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed he never joined us today. I, I am too, you know. But, uh, no. but yeah, huge shout out to, to Joe for, for really teaching us the ways and, and teaching us how to how to be as good as we are, you know. And guidance on the way for sure. Yeah, ton, tons of knowledge from him that we've learned, ton, tons of guidance, and hopefully made him proud. And we can never, never forget the backbone, the, the producer for everything, especially when it came down to BEA. You know, that, that was a stressful time for everybody trying to make sure we had everything perfect. So huge shout out to Caitlin Furrister. You know, without her, we probably wouldn't have been as successful at BEA. So huge shout out, Kate. Appreciate everything you've done for us. But you're not as important as Mike, because without Mike, we wouldn't we wouldn't have been as successful of a show as we have been. Uh, I don't know what like I don't know what the show would would be like, what the flow would be like, honestly, if I wasn't here. Because sometimes you guys, well, let's be honest, you in particular, Eddie, can be like a runaway freight train. Sir, that is the most asinine thing you could have ever said. Let me guess. The next thing you're going to say is curling as a sport. I, that wasn't the next thing I was going to say, but it is accurate. It is accurate. This guy. Never changes. Never changes. Never changes. So we're running, we're running low on time, Mike. I want you to leave your greatest memory and go. My greatest memory? Shoot. I don't know if I can narrow down just one because every time I step into that studio with you, Eddie, and then 30 minutes into our show, Phil shows up. And this is the time we get to spend together then. It's just, it touched me. You know? It, 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 and I don't even mean that in like a sarcastic way, but it was good stuff. I enjoyed it. And I enjoy learning how to do this with you, gentlemen. Yeah, and uh, on that note, yeah. go ahead, Mike. Take it away, baby. We are going to continue to do this with an EMP podcast on the What Sports Network. Follow it on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, all that good stuff. So we may be leaving here, but we're not leaving you. This is EMP Sports for the last time, signing off.